Hello, all of you weed freaks and potheads and uh, whatever name you want to be called. Those who are kind of curious, I especially like to talk to you because all of this might be new to you. So you are curious enough to listen and I hope you are enjoying this. Um, I really, really, really am hoping that you are enjoying this because um, we're going to take a hiatus and I hope you go... Uh, you're you're a fan enough to wait until season three comes around and you can tell some people uh, to check out this and then uh, to come back for season three. Who knows? Maybe I will even have drummed up some advertising, which I know you all love that, right? Uh, but you know, it'll it'll be for good stuff, related stuff. Uh, yeah, so uh, in the last week's episode, we heard from Crystal. Uh, that was the first half of, half of her episode, and now we are going to conclude her interview, and uh, we start talking about music. That's a big one. Here we go. Um, you said that you make music? I used to make music. Used to make music. What, what did you do? I was... Oh, well, you said you were in a band. But I like, was in a know. band. I was a singer. Okay. I was a singer in a rock and roll band. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, what did you say? I missed it. <laughs> did you uh, play any instruments too or just sing? I mean, I can shittily play the piano and guitar, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. I don't know how to play the piano or guitar. Um, <laughs> but yeah. you can make some some noise. I can make some noises and like harmonize a little bit here and there. I was mostly a singer. I was in choir for like my whole life, like mm-hmm. from elementary school up. So being a singer in a band was like, I don't know, the next step for me, I guess, at the end of high school. <laughs> yeah. And then after you were in that band, did you do any more singing after that in any I way? I did. I joined a different band. So mm-hmm. I got to a second band. And then we did like local touring. Not uh-huh. anything huge, but just local stuff. Did a, Both bands had CDs and we had merch and fans and all the good nice. stuff. Nice. Yeah. That's a big thing yeah, it's, <laughs> most bands I mean, don't get that uh, some bands do little bands do i mean we were good we were i don't know we were okay i listen to the music now and i'm like all right that one song was really good and the rest of it's kind of like <laughs> but people liked it so thank you for liking it if you're listening to this <laughs> right right well, well uh i don't know if it's even if the, the if the stuff is out there but what's the band's name oh, or what man. was the band's name i really don't want to tell you Uh-oh. Be- just because we were young and i was drunk the whole time and like i would much rather not tell you the name of the band and just like start singing right now because <laughs> i fucking i was so young and stupid uh the name of the band was spades alone which, if you're unfamiliar with that term, it's from a card game called Euchre, and that's what we play mm. from the state I'm in. <laughs> yes, I, I have heard of Euchre. Uh, I think somebody tried to teach it to me years ago, but I, I didn't know the, the phrase. You know, I, I, I didn't know Euchre enough to know the phrase. Right. So, yeah. Um, that's a w- Michigan band name. That's what that is. Got it. <laughs> well, you know... You you had that time and you have those memories and it sounds like it was it was good at the time. It it was good at the time and you know what it's even good right now because we're all still in contact and we all mm-hmm. have so many memories together and I have tattoos on my fucking body because of these men like because <laughs> it was me and three other guys and just I'm glad I got that experience because I don't think a lot of people get to ride in a van with their best friends over state lines and get high and play music and 
I had some dude in New York give me his hoodie. It was just a fan. I was cold. He was like, here's my jacket. I was like, cool. And then we came back to Michigan. I'm like, all right, I guess this is my hoodie now. (laughs) (laughs) This is mine. Yes. Like, awesome. A fan gave this to me. It was wicked. It's good memories. And it prepares me for my kid because, holy fuck, like, if she's anything like me, I'm going to need a lot more marijuana and maybe a little bit more bail money. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) More marijuana for you, I'm guessing. Yeah, for me. (laughs) Uh, So uh, were you ever high and performing? Um, I think it was mostly drinking and performing. I'm sure that there were shows that I was high. I'm absolutely positive. I just couldn't tell you which fucking ones they were. (laughs) Nothing, nothing, no uh, specific memories of that. No, Um, lots of drinking. I mean, we were, we partied like rock stars. We had liters of Jaeger we would drink for shows oh my god ah uh, the rock and roll life oh god i would never you honestly couldn't pay me enough to do it again like my body my poor body <laughs> oh well okay we, we won't relive that anymore but we'll move <laughs> on to these days um do you get high and sing or you know do you sing when you are high what does that feel like sometimes i feel like my throat is a little stretched because of smoking And like, I'm a cigarette smoker as well. So I think Mm. that also has an impact on it. Um, But most of the time when I'm high, I feel like, I don't know if you're going to understand this if you're into music, I feel like my range is bigger. Um, When you're high? Yes. Mm -hmm. So even though my throat hurts more and it feels like uh, raspy, gravelly, um, and I'm like straining with everything. I feel like I can hit higher notes and lower notes, and I feel like the way I sing is much smoother. So I mm. do enjoy being high while singing, but I have to be really, really hydrated. Mm-hmm. Really mm-hmm. hydrated. Which is good anyway. Yeah. Have you ever um, recorded yourself singing while high and listened back to it and you know, heard a, a change or, or, you know, or done that both ways, sober and high, and, and sound, see if you can hear a difference in them? I have not, but that is a great fucking idea. And I will do that now because of you. <laughs> That's awesome. You are welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I, I often, I don't know, I guess I, I think of things like that that people don't usually think of. And so um, I'm, I'm very curious to now know uh, what, what the results of this experiment are going to be. I am very excited to do it. I got to get headphones that work properly and then I'll Mm. get there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, broken headphones. I don't know about that. It might not help you. I know. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm always just curious about like the mindset of of doing that process, doing that creative thing, whatever that is, especially when it comes to music. Um, And yeah, I just find that so fascinating. And then do you like with playing guitar or piano, even just a little bit, uh, when you're high, does it feel different? Does it sound different? Um, I mean, yes, because if you think about like, okay, so like what I smoked today, my fingers and my toes got kind of tingly, which was weird for me because that normally doesn't happen. But that just means that whatever this kind of weed was, my body needed it. And everything can be a little more sensitive. So like if you're playing an instrument like a guitar that's based in vibration, you know, that's going to feel pretty cool on your fingertips while you're grooving along to whatever you're strumming, you know, like 
I don't know. I didn't mean to get all hippy dippy on you, but I feel no, like no, the sensation. I, of <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually. I don't. I don't think I've really heard people specifically talk about the vibration of it, and I really, really appreciate that um, because it's all vibration. Um, I mean, literally everything is vibration. It's yeah. energy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, especially when it comes to music and you know that physical vibration of a guitar. Uh, more than a piano even um you know that's yeah when you're high and you have that mental and physical feeling yeah that that's definitely something that uh is happening for sure um what about listening to music when you're high what's that like i feel like i'm again with the focus like if i'm actually listening to music for something i feel like i will just become engrossed in it like there's no pulling me out of it at that point i I'm the girl that like, I'll get high and have a little bit of energy and I will just stand in front of my mirror and rock the fuck out. I will put on Pandora, Sublime, and just anything that comes on, The Offspring, Sum 41, Led Zeppelin, and I will just pretend like I'm making TikToks or what the fuck ever and just <laughs> 34 years old, just like, fuck yeah, <laughs> in my bedroom. That's a cool yes. feeling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of do that sober Anyway, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm even older than you. It's in the car That's usually. Awesome. <laughs> you got to roll the windows down. You got to let people hear you. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I'll crack mine just a little bit because I can right. sing. I'll crack mine just a little bit. Just that way people can start to hear me and then I'll stop singing. <laughs> right. Listen to what you're missing out on. <laughs> you could be in this car hanging out singing with me, but That's I'm sorry. Right. You're walking. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, what about your memory? You already sort of uh, mentioned you get to you get to go on these little tangents sometimes. Um, but how how does how is your memory when you're high? So, I feel like in general, marijuana is not good for short term memory anyway. I think it has to do with that focus thing and you lose the box, just like how I lose my boxes because I'm so focused on something else. I lose another thing. I, I was debating on whether I want, how honest I wanted to be here. I have noticed that I have memory loss throughout my entire life. Even when, before I started smoking cannabis and even during my break. So for me, I'm not a good one to like gauge the memory on because I have memory loss throughout. I think it's because of depression. I'm trying to do research mm. on it because they say that when you experience severe depression, it can lead to like, like fucking blackouts in your life. Like you just, mm. there's a whole two years that I knew I dated someone, but I don't remember the relationship at all. Wow. Apparently it was really bad. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, cool. It's not affecting me now, but I don't fucking remember it. But with cannabis, I feel like it's more of like the short term. Where did I put my keys? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't remember what I was doing or what I was talking about kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. um, I still have lots of memories when we were stupid teenagers climbing around in the woods, going on hikes to Taco Bell because you're stoned. Like, I still remember all that stuff. Going on. So, yeah, I don't. Sorry, going on a hike to Taco Bell uh, when you're stoned just reminded me of that movie, <laughs> Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. <laughs> Because they literally, I think, are going through the woods and like come out at the other end of the woods and there's the White Castle. (laughs) And it's like the most stonery movie. You know, I just saw that movie for the first time the other day. Oh, really? I did. My fiance made me watch it. He was like, I can't believe you've never seen Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. (laughs) Did you like it? It was great. It wasn't what I expected. 
Um, we did smoke a couple of pre-rolls while we watched it. So I think it amplified how funny the movie actually was. I yeah. don't know. I'd probably have to watch it sober. Sure. Well, you know, I don't know. I, th- I think um, being high might be the best way to watch a movie like that. <laughs> Honestly, because I remember when that movie came out, um, I was like, this is bullshit because we didn't have a White Castle where I grew up. It was Taco Bell. And it was mm-hmm. like right behind all the apartments that we hung out in. So we would all just <laughs> fucking walk to Taco Bell. It's not like it's that hard to get there. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this movie is fucking ridiculous. Although... I do remember taking a drive to, I think it was a Ram's Horn, and it was like three in the morning, and there were like six 17-year-olds all crammed into this <laughs> fucking van. So yeah. Oh, I did like Harold and Kumar. It made me relive my youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that that movie. I haven't seen it in years, but it is just, it's just stoner, goofy fun. You should make time to sit down in color while you watch that movie. Yes, that is a good idea. Self care, right? <laughs> well, so let's let's talk more about movies. Uh, what in just just in general, what is it like to watch movies or TV shows when you're high? I feel like I forget them. <laughs> like just immediately afterwards, you just don't remember. Not, not immediately afterwards. I feel like when I'm high, I'm more likely to binge watch way more episodes than I would if I were sober. Like sober I can be a little bit logical like okay it's time to go to bed or it's time to shut this off but when I'm high and I'm enjoying Mm. it why would I want to shut this off I'm high I don't have anything better to do I'll just keep watching this yeah um but there are there are fucking there are episodes of Rick and Morty that I'm like I don't remember watching that because you watched eight in a row and they all blur together I think that's the worst part about the whole streaming thing is that all Mm. just blurs together for me now Oh. Well, I have that problem because I think I have some of some of your memory issues anyway that uh, I just have always had a terrible memory. And it takes me, you know, two or three times to watch a movie, say, before I really like fully get it and understand it and have soaked it in and yes. like understand it and remember it. And so, yeah, same same thing. Like there are I'll see an episode of whatever it is, Rick and Morty, uh, Parks and Rec, Shit's Creek, anything. And I'm like, I do don't really remember this. I know right? I've seen it, but I barely remember any of the details. And that's just like that first viewing, it's like, I don't know. It's just like a shallow something. It doesn't like get into my my memory depths. Yeah. Do you know what's funny to me? The same thing like with memory. So we'll go into the concept of time here. Is yeah. that if I watch a movie, okay, and it feels just like, God, this like this movie is longer than I expected it to be. The next time I watch it, it might not be that long, but however I was feeling in that moment made it, whatever was on in the movie, it made it feel like it was fucking dragging, but it wasn't any longer than I thought. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just weird how being high can affect your attention span and then also your memory along with it and your concept of time. Yeah, that's a hell well, of a drug. Also, it sure, <laughs> it it sure is. Uh, uh, I I think though that even with that situation, when you're sober, the second viewing doesn't feel as long as the first viewing. Um, e- even like I I have had this thought about going to a place like walking or driving to a place and then coming back. The coming back always feels quicker, even though it's the exact same length 
for some reason about the that first time going to a place or like you said, watching the movie, watching yes. a show, whatever it is, because it's all new, there's something about that that makes it makes time feel slower, makes it feel like it takes longer than than that second time. And that obviously, like you said, if you add cannabis to it, it's a whole other situation. Yeah, dude. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm sitting here because I'm coming down. I'm not like super high anymore. I'm coming down. But just listening to you just now, I'm like, man, the human brain is just amazing. It is. I love the brain. I I think in another life, I, I would have studied the brain for sure. I feel like that is... Oh, oh, there's the, the horn. <laughs> Fucking trains. <laughs> it's, it's terrible for podcasting, but I don't give a shit. It is terrible for podcasting. I'm so, so sorry. I should have warned you. <laughs> oh, I don't care. There's there, I live on a busy street. There's ambulances and fire trucks that go down like constantly. Nice. I'm surprised one hasn't gone by in the last hour. <laughs> I feel like people expect it. Like anyone listening, they kind like we're people. We live near things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we're in a pandemic, so we're not. We don't have the luxury of being in a studio or it's, something. It, we are at home. You should yeah. see my setup. It is rigged. <laughs> It is rigged with that. <laughs> my setup is I'm literally sitting on my bed. My laptop is on a pillow in front of me. And that's that's it. And my cat's sitting next to me. You and I have so much in common. I just got up off my floor like maybe two weeks ago. I officially have a card table and I stole my daughter's piano bench. So <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't need it. <laughs> she doesn't. Fuck you and your music lessons. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I give it back to her when she comes home. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's the home setup is fun. I don't have like a a good closet that I can go into like some people do. I know that's you know I didn't even think of that to put this shit in the closet. That's a good idea. There's there's one that. thing one thing you can do, but yeah. And then just um to finish up the whole movies TV talk, uh, even though you don't remember it, so maybe you don't have a good answer for this. Um, but is your mindset differently are you watching it you know does it feel different um i don't know i would say that it's easier to get sucked into it Mm -hmm. so it's easy that freedom that i was talking about i feel like it's easier to let yourself go and not allow yourself to be distracted by outside things i feel like when i watch a movie when i'm high i'm like even though I don't remember it, I'm like immersed. I'm oh, yeah. 100% here for it. <laughs> That's the focus coming in. Yes. I I hate to ask this question because you said that you don't remember it, but do you have any memories of watching a movie or something? And like, what what were you thinking about? Why, like, like what? why were you so focused or what were you focused on? Okay, so I can't give you a specific movie or what, mm-hmm. But I can tell you what I was focused on, and it was because I felt my face move. So whatever we were watching, the character on the screen, whatever facial expressions they were making, I was fucking making. Oh, okay, yeah. So I felt my face kind of like twitch and move, and I had to like smack myself like, what the fuck was that? And that's when I came out of it, and I was like, wow, I was balls deep in that movie. Like, what <laughs> is going on here? My fiance staring at me like, are you okay? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm just mimicking what I'm seeing on screen. Literally, and that's exactly what was happening. I was mimicking the expect, like, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have ate that whole cookie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think I do that sometimes just in my day-to-day life, whether it's watching a movie or watching somebody speak or something like there's something in my brain that's like, I want to mimic whatever is going on. Uh, And yeah, I've definitely done that. I feel like that's a psychological tell is when you're talking to someone, if they are mimicking your expressions, it means that they like you because Mm. they're just picking up on it. And because they like you, they're just kind of naturally doing that shit, which is why like people who have been married for a hundred years and are still happy, they look like each other. They talk like each other. (laughs) They have the same mannerisms. And it's because you pick that shit up. Isn't that weird? Human brain, man. I'm telling you. Again, it's so fascinating. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And I think uh, it's one thing that they like you, but also at the very least, they're engaged in what you're saying. Right. Which is huge. I totally agree. Uh, okay, so another thing that I have to ask about is food and the munchies and <laughs> do you get the munchies and what is food like when you're high? Food is so much better when you're high. Yes, I get the munchies. No, not all the time. So it just kind of depends on the day. Again, so many variations. But right. I remember, okay, so that Incubus co- concert I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. So we get home. I'm still high because it's the first time I've smoked weed in fucking 10 years. So (laughs) we get home and we ask the dude driving to stop at McDonald's. So we're like excited with our shit. We're like, yeah, we have McDonald's. And we get all the way home with our McDonald's and we're waiting so that we could get home and eat it. And I remember taking a bite of this double cheeseburger, like the nastiest thing you could probably buy from McDonald's. (laughs) I remember taking a bite of this thing. I looked at my buddy and I was like, I have never tasted magic like this. Like (laughs) what... Where has this been hiding? Because I never ate McDonald's because it was nasty. McDonald's is nasty. Yeah, no, not when I'm high. When I'm high, oh, oh, McDonald's. <laughs> it's so good. It, I don't know, just like flavors. McDonald's normally doesn't taste good. Yeah, well, that is yeah definitely some of the lowest quality food that's out there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, hey, if you're high and it tastes good, then, and it's then cheap. It, that's great. Right? <laughs> Do you make any weird food combinations or things that, you know, other people would say is is weird? I don't think that I do. I'm like the normal muncher where I can just eat like chips or I mean, there was a, I ate a cookies and cream Hershey's bar with like half a bag of pretzels once. So I was like making my own sweet and salty treat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much of a I don't like cooking when I'm high. That's not that's not fun for me. I prefer not to do that. Are um, you, do you like to cook in general? No, I work, no, because I worked at a restaurant for so long. Oh, yeah, I'm like, done. I, yeah, I don't want to. So I feel bad for my family because my cooking's really gone, like, down par since quarantine mm. hit. <laughs> so I'm like, because I'm cooking every fucking day, all day, every day, because mm. all of you fuckers are home. Everyone's here. Nobody's eating out. I'm done with it. I'm sick of it. I think, uh. I think without quarantine, I might be okay. But as of now, I'm like, you yeah, know. Right. Nope. Somebody else do it. <laughs> so uh, so other than the food tasting better, uh, are there any other uh, mental thoughts about food when you're high? I don't know. I don't really think so. I don't normally get the munchies. That's not a very common thing for me unless it's nighttime and I've already 
you know, I haven't eaten in six hours or something. Then I'm just mm. like naturally hungry. And once I get sure. high, I'm like, oh my God, I'm starving. I'm going to eat everything in sight as quickly as possible. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think so. I think I'm weird though. I don't, yeah, I don't think that I'm the majority here. That's okay. I mean, yeah, the, most people definitely do get the munchies, but yeah. uh, it's, uh, there's, there's, ev- there's variation in everything. I think it's one of those things too, that like, I was learning about the endocannabinoid system and how, you know, everything gets taken into your body and you should follow your nose when it comes to cannabis, because if you like the way it smells, then that means that those are probably the terpenes and stuff that your body wants in those cannabinoids. Mm. So that's what I've been doing. And for some, I don't know, for some reason, like with pot, I, I was not a skinny girl for a very long time. And when I started smoking pot, I started losing weight. So probably because I don't get the munchies. So I'm wondering if before I had like an eating problem, like an overeating problem, but now that I smoke pot, I don't want to eat as often and I'm actually healthy, like a healthy weight now. I'm not, you know what I'm, I'm off on a tangent. (laughs) No, that's not a tangent at all. That that's actually very interesting. Um, Cause I feel like for most people it's the other way around. Right. Yeah. And that's why, I find this so fascinating because everybody is different and it's going to affect everybody in different ways. It makes it super hard when people are like, I want to sleep. And I'm like, okay, uh, I would love to give you a bunch of stuff to try, but you're not going to want to spend like 80 bucks figuring out what works, but that's what you're going to have to do. (laughs) Right, right. There's a lot of trial and error to find out what works for your body. For sure. Yeah. Well, so so these things that we've talked about, music, movies, TV shows, food, those are all uh, what I'm calling, you know, how does the outside world change when you get high? And then the last thing in that category is uh, the personal topic of sex. And you are free to pass on this. But uh, what's sex like when you get high? I don't. I mean, it can be good. Absolutely. Uh, it can also not be good. I've noticed that I don't. I don't particularly like smoking before having sex, but I tell you what, every time I've had sex on an edible, I am like, holy fuck, holy fuck. So maybe that's like a girl thing with where our sensitivity areas lie. But like, yeah, edibles and sex for sure. For sure. It's way more intense. Um, Orgasms are more intense. The feeling while you're doing it's more intense. Um, I don't know how other girls would react to it, But if I'm in the right mood, edibles can actually increase my sex drive. And like Mm -hmm. being a working mom, it's I take some getting going (laughs) like you. You got to like be nice to me for a couple hours before I'm like, oh, yeah, (laughs) let's have sex. That's a good way to put it. You got to be nice to me. (laughs) So you got to do it. Just be nice. And then pop an edible like it makes everything like hornier and kissing's better and sex is better. It's yeah. I would have sex on an edible any day of the week. I just can't take edibles every day. <laughs> right. And I wonder if that has to do with how most people say that edibles tend to hit them more physically than smoking or vaping or something, which is more mental. Right. Um, so do you feel like then with an edible, you have more of a body high? Y- yes. I w- okay. I'm going to say yes, because that's what everybody calls it. It right. was in my body. Yes. But my body did not feel high. That's... Yeah. It was like um, my body was on high. I could say it that way. Where it's like I could feel everything. You can just, I don't know, everything. 
<laughs> so it's your brain that is still high, um, but your body maybe feels more sensitive to things or yes. your brain is noticing what's happening with your body more. Good word usage, sensitive. Like things are definitely more sensitive. Mm -hmm. I feel like it can be more playful too because you're high and I feel like for me on a personal level, playful sex is good to get that going because it makes you feel comfortable. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm also in a committed, serious relationship, so I don't know how playful you guys are out there with your quarantine buddies. <laughs> well, yeah, but for yes, for people who are single, uh, that's a whole new world right now. No, I feel bad. Like I'm feel bad. I'm so glad that I don't have to date right now because I don't know how people are doing it. Like, yeah, God, it must suck. I can't imagine. Um, so that was that. Um, obviously, I don't need to dig in too deep to that topic specifically because I don't want to make people <laughs> uncomfortable. But everybody has given me really great answers on that. Nobody's passed, I don't think. Nice. Um, so what about sleep? You say that sometimes you will smoke before you go to sleep. Uh, how is your sleep affected and also your dreams? So I think with dreams, definitely less. Um, I don't think I smoke enough to not have dreams at all anymore. I did experience that in the last <laughs> round I had of smoking when I was younger, where I just stopped dreaming altogether. And then when I started dreaming again, it was they were fucking freaky, super freaky dreams. Mm. Um, but now it's like I still dream, just not as often. Um, I've actually been dreaming about the restaurant I used to work at the last couple of days, which is weird. <laughs> but I'll smoke before I go to bed. Because most of the time I can't shut my brain off. Um, it's not like insomnia. It's not that. It's like this need for me that I need to write everything down because it feels like static, I don't know, in my head. Like I can't um, differentiate thoughts. They just kind of buzz in my head when I'm trying to go to sleep. So if I smoke, that buzzing goes away. Now I'm allowed to sleep. I wake up in the morning and I can make my list kind of thing. Huh. Okay. So... <laughs> <laughs> you you um you feel like when you get high before you go to bed it's it sort of calms your mind and allows you to drift off yeah okay because i think some people and this is why i find this so fascinating like i said everybody's so different because some people i feel like it um it will make your mind more active and make yes. it harder to fall asleep exactly but you don't feel like that. Not when I, no, not with Delta 9. Um, mm. There are people like, if people come into the shop as a bud tender, if they're like, I am looking for sleep. I'm like, okay, you're going to want CBD. And people argue with me mm -hmm. all the time. And I'm like, no, if you actually want to sleep, you're going to want CBD if that's what you're looking for. I'm not looking to sleep well. I'm looking to fucking get to sleep, mm -hmm. you know, like to get myself there to shut my brain down long enough. But people who were like, I keep waking up in the middle of the night and this, that, and the other, you want to go with CBD with that because those are great for you, especially like one-to-one -one ratios. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm on a tangent again. <laughs> you're not on a tangent though. That's the thing. <laughs> I think you feel like you are, but you're not. Okay, good. <laughs> um, and I've also heard that um, CBN, which is a, you know, one of the quote unquote newer cannabinoids that Correct. people are learning about that's another one that's supposed to help with sleep yes and i wish i knew more about that and i am currently digging into stuff like that because we don't have anything like that at my shop so i just oh. find out shit from the internet and i'm like oh 
I guess I should Google that and find out what the fuck's going on now. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, and so that leads me to one of my common questions, which is, do you feel like you are a, uh, a pot nerd or a connoisseur? You know, do you do you get into the science? Do you know a lot about it? I wouldn't. I would say I'm a nerd about it, but I'm not a connoisseur and I am by no means an expert. Like the information that I have like the knowledge that I have, I am not confident in because I'm just a person who's doing internet research. And like, yeah, this might, I might've been able to do this in college and I got an A on this paper, but now I'm like passing this information along to other people. How confident in it am I? And I'm like in the 80% range. I'd like mm-hmm. to be a hundred percent confident on all of my research, but I'm just not because I feel like everything's so up and down and there's so much variation with cannabis that it's it's hard for me to believe point blank all the information I see on new stuff like CBN or Delta 8 or Delta 10 and all the crazy shit that's going on in the fucking cannabis industry right now. Yeah. Well, and on top of all that, just science in general mm-hmm. is learning so much more about it or, you know, constantly learning about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, so there's no way that any human can be expected to, you know, know everything at this know point. all the things exactly yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who know a lot and you know almost all of it but they are still they still have a ways to go in terms of their knowledge exactly. yeah um what about your spirituality or re- religion or whatever you sort of identify with in that world do you think that that is affected at all by getting high um no, because I feel like I still am who I am when I'm high. So I tend to forget about my higher power, whether I'm sober or not, because <laughs> mm. I'm a human being. But I don't feel like it. Um, I don't feel like it connects me any more than I'm already connected. I also okay. don't feel like it pushes me away. I think. I think, oh, I don't know if I want to say this. I think cannabis can be used as an excuse like, oh, it makes me feel spiritual. And I'm like, does it? Because you can be spiritual without cannabis too because that's what spirituality is about. I get kind of mm-hmm. like, er, sometimes about it because it's it's about the, I don't know, balance and being one and like you don't need cannabis to do that. And I could, maybe it might make it a little more intense, but I feel like it doesn't make it any better. Okay. Do you ever think about those things more so or in a different way when you're high? I think I take a more philosophical approach to things when I'm high, especially when it comes to spirituality. I think when I'm sober, I'm more likely to be logical and to follow like a wise mind. Whereas when I'm high, it's going to be more emotional based. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, kind of. Um do you ever get those sort of stereotypical stoner thoughts? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like, what are some of those things that you think about? Okay, so the funniest one that I thought was, I have a couple cats. I have two cats, and they are always sleeping. And I remember I was home one day with them, like all day, and all they did was sleep. And I finally looked at my fiance, and I was like. All these cats do is nap all day, but then they like get up and roam around. And I'm just now understanding why they call it a cat nap because they sleep for like 20 minutes and then they eat and then they sleep for like 20 minutes and then they go poop. Like, 
it finally hit me of like, if I take a 20 minute nap, that's why they call it a cat nap. So that was a stoner thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt kind of stupid. Did it change your life? Did it, it blow did your mind? Little... No, it made me feel like Jessica Simpson in the fucking tuna shit. Do you remember that? Oh, she was kinda, like, yeah. it's the chicken of the sea. That's how I felt. Or I was like, cat naps. Yay. Right, right. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like, oh, duh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have a lot of those things to learn, actually. I think so, too. I, it's just in your face all the time. I never really thought about it. Yeah. I think those are the stoner thoughts that happened where I'm like, I would not have taken this thought pattern if I wasn't high right now. <laughs> this shit only happens to me when I'm high kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's so interesting Uh that yeah it just sort of does something to your brain that it makes you think about things in a way that you just weren't thinking before like you wouldn't have any reason necessarily to think about what a catnap is when you're sober but for some reason when you're high it's like (laughs) that something clicks i don't know i agree yeah the neurons fire a different way yeah it's so interesting (laughs) any any other uh stoner thoughts that you can remember I can't. Th- I'm sure I know that I have some. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, just like high memories. And what sucks is like I've only been smoking for a couple years now. And with being an adult, full time job, you know, family kid, all the things, I don't have nearly as many memories this time around smoking. So it's mm. like then you put the memory loss in there, and I'm like, man, I'm not a very good stoner at all. Like I don't have any cool stories or. <laughs> Or maybe that makes you a really good stoner. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Thank you for having my back over there. <laughs> I mean, you know, just, just, yeah, that's just a thought. Positive attitude. Thank you. <laughs> right. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it right. You're not, you know, putting yourself in bad situations. You're responsible. You're not doing it, you know, quote unquote, too much. You're, you're playing video games. You're coloring. I mean, that sounds pretty great. Um, let's see. So, uh, I have this sort of last section of questions sort of pulling this all together. Um, how much would you say pot is a part of your life? And you could, you know, you could put a percentage on that. Uh, how, like what percentage of my life, like right now or like my lifetime? Uh, I would say your life now. And I, you know, obviously interpret that however you want you know the general question is just how much is cannabis a part of your life um it i don't know it kind of like is my life at this moment where it's like it's what i do for a living it's what i do for youtube um i use it on a daily basis so it's very much a part of my life not so much so that someone walking down the street would go that girl's a stoner <laughs> but enough Enough a part of my life that I'm comfortable being open about it and telling people like, look, this is what's up because it's a big enough part of my life that I'm not willing to like be quiet about it anymore. Right. And why, why is that? Why are you not willing to be quiet about it? Because I think it's been demonized for a really long time. And I think it's, I don't know, I don't want to say that it's like alcohol because it's not and it shouldn't even be regulated like alcohol because the way alcohol is is regulated is all fucked up but Mm -hmm. with cannabis i think people make it out to be this horrible thing that can ruin families and blah 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 
And I just feel like there aren't enough average people who talk about smoking pot or that they take edibles on the weekends when the kids are at grandma's and like it's everywhere. So I know so many people, especially now that it's recreational in my city. I know so many people that I never thought used marijuana and they do. And it's like, we need to talk about this because I'm really sick of getting looked down on in certain areas or for certain things. Like why can you have a barbecue and a bunch of people can sit around drinking beer while the kids go down the slip and slide. Mm -hmm. But I can't, you know, walk into the back backyard and smoke a bowl with my buddy, you know, while you guys are cheersing your bush lights or whatever. It just, I want it to be as welcomed as alcohol is in America because it's bullshit that it's not. (laughs) Yeah. And I've, I've given my feelings on that multiple times on this podcast, but yeah, basically I, I feel exactly the same way. It is like you said, kind of in many ways, very similar to alcohol, but also extremely different. And there is no reason, anecdotally, scientifically, there is no reason why it should not be as available and as uh, open as alcohol is. And it is basically scientifically proven to be much less dangerous than alcohol. Uh, And, you know, there's, it just, it just fucking boggles my mind I know that alcohol is so prevalent and so accepted yes. and this stuff is not yeah, it's getting I better totally but it's it not. is such we have made such good progress especially over like the last 10 years like that's that's what I'm trying to do right now is to get some sort of like community going of like hey we're like normal fucking people and we use cannabis and marijuana and different things like we're people we're not stoners living (laughs) all in some apartment you know in someone's (laughs) attic although that would be fun too (laughs) don't tempt me with a good time right (laughs) just hanging out eating cookies and cream chocolate bars and playing (laughs) mario kart that's right i don't got any problem but you can't do that forever dangerous stoners locked up in our houses yeah I know. It's just, I totally agree with you. It's it's not what we were taught it was. And the stigma needs to stop. Because I feel like it's yeah. safer at this point. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the reasons why I started this podcast. Because I felt the same way. I felt like we need to talk about this. And uh, luckily, I'm not one of the people who... Um, has been... Uh, what are the words that I'm trying to find? Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm not black. I'm a white guy and I can get away with things that is right. it's just wrong that I can get away with things because of, you know, our society. Right. And, uh, you know, this the 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 outlook or the the viewpoint on this stuff, this plant, this literal thing that grows from the ground. Um, it just the outlook on it needs to change. So that's that's definitely one of my goals with this. Um, and you said that you do a YouTube thing as well. I do. What's Uh, that? Oh, so I have a YouTube channel. That's actually how I found Nat. I had the channel before I met up with her. Um, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore because it started out as me just kind of like fucking around and quarantine with my kid. And then I started doing cannabis content. And then I went back to work. So I started doing like bud tending stuff just to have fun. And then it's kind of taken off from there. So... 
I'm focusing on cannabis content. Right now we're on like a three month Delta eight kick where I'm like trying stuff and doing research and trying to learn as much about it as I can. Um, and then we're going to start getting into more like brand stuff. And I'm going to try to get brands in Michigan to send me shit so that way I can test it out before people buy it. And like, mm-hmm. I try to give real reviews and, and like the truth of like, does this taste like shit or not? And like, I don't know, the community is super amazing. People are so nice and knowledgeable and they just share information or discount codes if they have them. And like, I have a couple trolls and then... I just let them be mean because the rest of the community just comes and they're like, hey, stop that. We like her. It's just such a good, uplifting channel. That's what it's turned into. And I'm just I'm really happy with it. So it's like nerdy cannabis, me being stupid. I don't know. Is People that the like name it, of it? I guess. Um, no, it's called High Quality Crystal. <laughs> nice. That's a good name. I know. I'm, I'm scared I'm going to start getting like Google Analytics of uh, crystal meth because... Uh. I've had a couple instances happen already where I'm like, no, I don't sell methamphetamine. Sorry. <laughs> it, it's just my name. I just make YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, uh, with that and whatever social media links you have, I'm going to put those in the episode notes so people can go find you there. Thanks. And then, uh, you know, just my last few questions. Uh, if you were to quit cannabis today, what do you think or how do you think that would change your future? Oh my God, my future would totally change because my whole life is like wrapped up in cannabis right now. Mm -hmm. I would do a complete 180. Um, Emotionally, I can say it would absolutely affect me. Like I would probably fall into a depression for about a week because whether people want to admit it or not, there is such a thing as marijuana withdrawal. (laughs) You will feel it if you quit. So I think my life would change drastically if I had to quit tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. So I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> and I can't imagine why it would. It doesn't sound like it will. Um, but then uh, just, you know, assuming that you don't quit for whatever stupid reason, mm-hmm. uh, how or what do you think your future will be like going forward? What do I think my future will be like going With forward? With cannabis specifically, like, you know. I think it's going to stay about where it is right now because I do, I don't like getting fucked up. I like having a little bit here and a little bit there and maybe a buzz for a little bit longer like I like where I'm at right now I don't see it changing because it's working why would I change it if it's still working kind of thing I might try other stuff like dabbing or like heavier edibles or maybe quit but I think for the most part I'm a flower girl I think it's gonna stay that way mm-hmm. yeah. and is your YouTube channel sort of um uh what what am I looking for like a is it like chronicling your education, your evolution with this stuff? Basically, I mean, I should probably lay it out that way for people, but I am, that's how I introduce my videos is it's an educational cannabis adventure. That's what I'm mm. on is I'm just trying to learn as much as I can and try to pass that information on to whoever is willing to come on the adventure with me. And I'm going to fuck shit up along the way. So you can come along for that too. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta, it, it, not everything is perfect. You're going right. to falter. You're going to fail. You're going to find problems or whatever it is. And th- yeah, that's that's how we grow and change. And that's exactly what it is. How are you ever going to grow if you don't allow yourself to make the mistakes and change? Yes, exactly. Mm. Um, and then before I ask my last question, are there any 
other comments about cannabis or about you that, you know, you feel like people should know about? Um, I think that cannabis is not a miracle cure. And I think that there absolutely are people out there who should not partake, just like there are people who should not drink. And I think it's really important that people be honest with themselves about their usage. And, and it's okay if you don't smoke pot. Like we, we support it and we love it, obviously, because we're here. But like, I don't want anyone to not feel included in cannabis education or fun, even though they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like they don't smoke. You don't have to be a stoner to enjoy the kind of content that we're all putting out and giggling about, you know? Yeah. So it's not for everybody and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, um, I, I agree with that. And I think that people should, um, what am I trying to say? I think that is it is important for people to experiment with this and a lot of things in life uh, that maybe seem scary or seem new and weird or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, you need to do that. Just like the whole thing about failing to grow, I think you need to experiment with things to see, A, if you like it, and B, if you don't. Um, because you're not going to know otherwise. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, and that's great. But you're not going to know unless you try. And if, exactly. if it's the opposite, if you end up really liking it, then hey, now you found a thing that's really great. Right. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> and then my last question is just, what do you want to say to cannabis? What do I want to say to cannabis? Thank you. Thank you, cannabis. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much what everybody else says. When I, I love it. <laughs> there is so much... Uh, gratefulness there's so much uh what is there's another form of that word that i can't think of gratitude i was going to say gratuity but that's something different (laughs) we're not we're not tipping cannabis uh there is so much gratitude to cannabis i i hope it knows that i hope so too i think it does well thank you very much for this wonderful interview uh i think i may go break out a coloring book now (laughs) dude thank you for having me this has been awesome you're you're a pretty cool dude man oh well you're pretty cool too oh thanks (laughs) and uh i uh at some point will probably say this uh, you know at the beginning of this episode but um you are closing out season two of this podcast uh so I'm I'm going to take a little bit of a break. I don't know how long that's going to be, but uh you're the end of season 2 and oh, I think wow. this was a very good note to end on. I mean they're all good. they could have it could have ended anywhere. Everybody has been great. Uh but this this is a very good interview to end season 2 on, I think, and I hope that everybody go checks out um your podcast and your YouTube channel. Uh, but all of that, you know, all those links are going to be in the episode description. Um, and, uh, yeah, this has been a lot of fun. So, uh, we're going to end it there until next time, which I guess will be season three at some point in time. Uh, this has been Spencer and somebody else talking about what it's like to be high. Thank you very much. Thank you.